Welcome to Better Relationships, Better Life, a podcast where you'll gain insights from relationship experts and entrepreneurial couples who have moved through conflict and into a better life. Crack the clarity code and create deeper connections beyond the messiness of relationships. Here's your host, Judy K. Herman. Before we get started, here's two things you'll want to check out. First, if you want to know your next steps to improve your relationship, go to my website, judycounselor.com, and take the relationship stress quiz. Second, if you're looking to hire me as a speaker to help your organization thrive with communication and connection, you can go to judyspeaker.com. I'd love to support you. For now, I'm so glad you're here because doctors Chad and Shelley Prevost show us how the Enneagram can increase marital satisfaction. If you've not heard of how this ancient wisdom increases self-awareness and deep connection, you'll find out. Not only that, you'll want to tune in to a tender moment in this episode. This is inspiration to the core, and this is actually what I call a divine invitation. Let's listen in. Welcome to Better Relationships, Better Life. My name is Judy K. Herman, and I am so very honored to have some remarkable guests to talk about the Enneagram today and how it affects our relationships. So we have Dr. Shelley Prevost and Dr. Chad Prevost as our guests today, a married couple, and, and uh, Shelley is the co-founder of the Big Self School, a personal growth school that supports the mental and emotional well-being of leaders, coaching, and consulting. They have a, a remarkable podcast and also events. She's also a licensed therapist and an educational psychologist, leadership coach, and Enneagram practitioner. We're going to tell you what the Enneagram is for those of you that <laughs> don't know what it is. And then Dr. Chad, you are a four, but I do know that Shelly is a two on the Enneagram. Right. There's actually nine choices of what you can be on your number, but I'm going to let you two talk about that. Yes. And uh, so Dr. Chad, you're a writer, publisher, author, coach, and certified Enneagram practitioner with advanced degrees in creative writing, liter literature, and theology. You participated, Chad, in some writing in literary, literary <laughs> arts <laughs> communities in New York, Austin, Atlanta, and Chattanooga, and now spreads you spread your passion about the Enneagram in the Southeast. And we that's where I am, that's where you all are. So Thank you so much for being Thank you here. for having yeah. us. Yeah, this is a treat. You know, Judy, you and I have known each other. How long? Over you know, I was, I was figuring this out, Shelly. It was when, because uh, for me, it's a second career. My first career was raising four kids in a troubled marriage. And my second career, becoming a, a, a licensed therapist. And so I think we were licensed about the same time yes. in 2006. Yep. And we initially met. And I'm trying to figure out where am I going to land in private practice? Me and, too. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and listening to your journey too, especially um, recently, I listened this morning to your TED Talk in Barcelona about uh what is it girl a girl's lead or what was lead it like a girl yeah lead like a girl oh my gosh yeah. and, but I so resonated because after 10 years after a decade of being in private practice it just feels a little bit too confined you want to get yourself out there and yeah. uh I resonate with you on so many levels and you too yeah. um again I want I want folks to know up front you all are like movers and shakers 
in a very huge way. So I am wanting today for me, myself, personally, and for our guests to really soak up your wisdom, your journey as an entrepreneurial couple, raising kids and being supportive of each other. I know you've got a journey to share, but I, uh, I'm just going to soak it up. But can you ground us, first of all, for those that know nothing about the Enneagram, and what is that? What is it? And why do I even need to know about it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, thank you for having us. Do you want to take yeah. that? Well, wanna... it's, it's hard to know where to begin. It's yeah. such a big system. But I will say briefly, you know, even yesterday on a walk uh, with Shelly, I was just saying, man, I love this Enneagram system so much. I wish I had known about it literally all my life because it, it makes me go back a little bit and think, oh, how that would have helped to be able to know the types I was working with, probably uh, know the types and to know myself well enough to know how I was um, engaging with others at different times. Um, it has helped, it helps you in so many different ways. You know, it, the, the Enneagram is very versatile. It's, it's, we would call it perennial wisdom. It, that's where it, it comes from these, these ancient sources and it, it can, you can apply it to psychology. You can apply it to the arts. You can apply it to business relationships of all kinds. So it's really, I guess to, to cut to the chase right now, it has really improved like the way that we can communicate with each other. It gives us shortcuts uh, of self, of self understanding and other understanding as well as our kids. Uh, so I'm just going to bat lead off on those thoughts. What, what are you going to say, Shell? So what I'll add um, at its core, you know, what most people know of the Enneagram, it's, it's a, it's a typology. It's a personality system for typing um basic nine basic personality structures and it is it's been around for some people speculate thousands of years mm -hmm. um it's originally based on if even some esoteric kind of um religious tr traditions not just christianity but um a lot of there's just a real rich history um helping philosophers and thinkers really understand universal truths. And so at its core, there's a mathematical foundation, which we will say for a different yeah. time. Cause yeah, it's that, that, that might be a little bit more in the weeds. Yeah. Yeah. But I <laughs> think what it, yeah, it's a framework for understanding um, laws of the universe. And so what happened in the 1960s, some psychiatrists um, and psychologists got a hold of it and started to really see like, oh, this is, there's a map here for understanding personality development. Mm -hmm. And so in the 60s and the 70s, it was in 50s too, it really began to take off in um, growth in psychology communities around the world. It came into the U.S. in the 70s um, and it's, you know, been going gangbuster ever since. And so there's nine basic personality structures. There's actually a lot more than that, mm -hmm. but, um, but for when we do the work with people, we really do start with 
kind of the nine basic ways to talk about personality. And the, and the Enneagram, we'll just say briefly, as we know it, the Enneagram of personality was brought to us by, in the 1950s, Oscar Echazo, um, from South America, and Claudio Nirano was one of the people that had studied with him a little bit and brought it to Berkeley, California in the early, late 60s, early 70s, where he began to teach it. And it's from those sources that we really understand it, that Claudio Nirano was really influential in bringing the psychology to the spirituality when we think about growth and and self-awareness and that you know in the early 70s was pretty innovative i should say and and as you describe that chad thinking okay shelly you are from that psychological framework and then chad more theological so that really mm -hmm. does seem like a great match made in heaven for the two of you <laughs> to be studying this together at this season of your life yeah. and and yes my first exposure was in, in 2000 actually and i did read or parts of richard Rohr's book and then i've gone through certain uh, workshops and books. I have so many, there's so many books that have been written on it and so many different mm -hmm. ways of thinking through, uh, but the way that you just described it, I think is the, the perennial wisdom and the typology as far as your personality, uh, rather than like a, a Myers-Briggs type indicator right. where there's only 16 slots of which you could be, which, you know, our, our human psyches and and who we are is much more than 16, right? Uh, and you said more yeah. than more than nine. So correct me if I'm wrong, Shelly and Chad, but I'm thinking whatever your number is, once you target that, that's basically the lens with which you see and interpret the world and relationships in yourself. Is that, would that be a real simplified way of seeing it? Yeah, I think so. Some people literally call it a lens. Uh, it depends on, I guess, different schools have different terminologies. We, I would say this too, the one thing I'd like to just say about the Enneagram that is distinctive from all other typologies, including the Myers-Briggs, is that it is so incisive about looking at the motivations behind behaviors. Uh, that's one thing that we really appreciate why you can't automatically assume someone else's type just based on their behavior, because we don't always know the underlying motivations behind it. But we also, and without going too deep into instincts and subtypes, there are three instincts. And so, and if you have three to the nine, then there are kind of 27 types. Ah, and I, I, hey, I, I've got to let you two know, I'm, I'm very much not near as knowledgeable as either one of you on this, but I do know that there's the gut, the heart, and the head, right? And yeah. is that yes. what you're making reference to? Yeah. And so, but without getting into too much detail about the Enneagram mm -hmm. itself, but I really want to know your journey. And I think folks want to know, because here you are, a married couple. How long have y'all been married? You take that one? Oh, 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 <laughs> we were, I, we, I asked a personal question. I know. Well, we're coming up on 23 years. years. Oh my yes. goodness. Okay. Yeah. Well, notice that pregnant pause. I, <laughs> you get to this point, you kind of do have to count. I was like, okay, how old is our eldest? And then, you know. 
Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so you, you've been married 23 years, and I, I really want to get grounded in your story, too. So you've got little ones or big ones or grown-up middle ones. ones, I guess. <laughs> They're yeah. all teenagers. Oh, middle ones. Okay, you are really in that, uh, and I'm sure I would think, I don't know, I don't want to assume anything. You probably know what the Enneagram. How has, oh, I've got so many questions. i got so many <laughs> question marks in my head here. So first of all, all right, Chad, you said earlier, I wish I'd have known about the Enneagram before. Mm, that yeah. was actually one of my questions here that I kind of had prepared for you. What, if you had known it before, let's just say 10 years ago, how would things be different? Oh, <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> That's kind of fun to think about, though. Well, yeah. I mean, well, we I mean let me, um, let me say this. So, I, so we've been together 25 years. Mm -hmm. So right when we got together, um, I actually learned my ex first exposure to the Enneagram was about the time I met Chad. And I remember, um, and he, I know will remember so many kind of um, long kind of hard conversations because I was getting my master's in clinical psychology at the time at Wheaton College mm -hmm. when we were dating. And I just remember like, you know, being in that program and I was like, okay, you have to grow. Like, are you going to grow? Yeah. I can't marry you unless I know you're going to grow. And he's like, yes, I'll grow. I'll grow. What does that mean? How, how can I? Yeah. I don't know in what other ways yeah, to answer and, that question. And it was so important to me to have a partner um, that was pursuing personal and spiritual growth the yes. way that I needed to. And so I was, I think my question was really wanting the, con the validation, the confirmation. So, you know, at the time we didn't, we, I didn't really, the, the Enneagram didn't hook me like it has in the last five years. Um, but it's, it's become a shortcut. So growth and it's kind of very vague kind of idea that I meant it 25 years ago, I think it's become very concrete for us mm -hmm. with the Enneagram that had I known as the type two, mm -hmm. these are the patterns that I will habitually struggle with mm -hmm. for yes. probably the rest of my life. And they're going to affect you. They're going to affect how I parent, how I show up, the things I'm not conscious of. If I had a lens to go back to your word, Judy, if I had a lens, if I had language, I think the growth um, it would have been just more concrete, not so vague and nebulous. Like, what are we, what am I, you know, how, what am I doing? And these are concepts and I've been in and out of therapy for at least 25 years, maybe almost 30. And it, these ideas that I've learned with the Enneagram evaded me. Like they were just so hard to really understand. And this has given me a language and for us to be able to talk about it. So I'll hop in real quick around the time. So I would, I had just finished seminary when you were beginning your counseling program and I had concluded seminary by feeling basically called to not go into ministry. <laughs> like I, <laughs> I, I knew that that wasn't going to be for me. And I was casting about for what was I really going to be? What, who, who, what, you know, what was my next uh, authentic 
step to, to be. But also, I think like maybe a lot of guys, maybe a lot of people, I resisted the therapy thing that Shelly was really wanting me to do and wasn't really focused on, I thought that I could accumulate the self-awareness and knowledge through knowledge, through mm -hmm. learning more and more and more. And, you know, that's a mistake. It's it's limited. Um, so there were, there were plenty of blind spots, lots of work to do. But yes, I think if I had known, if we had both known that I'm a four and she's a two and that we're in the heart triad and feelers, that would have helped. If I had known my subtype about of, of a four, the one-on-one -on -one subtype, which is kind of intense mm -hmm. and, and expresses emotions readily, that would have helped so much. <laughs> Well, I, I do know, and I'm sure you're familiar with this author, Susan Stabile. I think that's how you pronounce it. Yes. The path between us. And uh, I think she said that she needed to study the Enneagram. Is it Enneagram or any? I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Yeah, I think it sounds either. just fine the way you you're saying it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anyway, it saved her marriage. Okay, so so yeah. there's a oh. lot of folks that, you know, they, they get into this. And as far as the practical application of it, it really can uh, possibly give you that understanding and that that lens and that insight and that uh, wisdom of, mm -hmm. about how to respond to another. Okay, just, I'll, I've got to mm -hmm. back up just a little bit with you two also. Okay, so so Shelly, you're a two, which I'm just going to say a throw out there for folks to know that that's a helper. That's that's basically a helper at your core, right? And then the four is the more, I guess the word romantic, is that what I mean? I, I Just a real quick definition. Yeah, they, they the call it the is. individualist sometimes, the the romantic and then what's the uh, the, the artist there's the there's a lot of names for yeah, it different. yeah the but creative you being, a, you being a writer that just like i mean you know just from, just from what i know of the two of you that that sounds to to be fit you know mm -hmm. to fit. i've got to tell you shelly okay i went to your website <laughs> before all of this and 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 i thought okay i need to make sure i'm all like i know what my number is <laughs> but i so like you okay i've been exposed to this am i a seven am i a three am i a two mm -hmm. i've just been all over the numbers trying to figure out okay i thought I need to know. And then on your website or somewhere I read about, don't, don't take the test online. That'll mess you up. <laughs> so yeah, because we want to know, right? We yeah, want to know. Yeah, and, and how that can uh, mis, mistype you, whatever. So it just I'm, can, I'm so it's a data point. And that's what I tell people. It's one data point of many, of a dozen that helps right. you figure out your type and any, and it can help eliminate. So when you take it, a test, uh, and there's there's a couple. I I give a test that uh, is through my, through my program program that we're getting certified in, um, and it's pretty good. It's probably the most accurate, but it's one data point, and so you okay. really do have to be on a journey of self discovery. Is and it's best done if you're reading, you're talking with people, you maybe have a coach or a guide who's just a little bit further on their Enneagram journey can kind of help point things out along the way. We can talk to Tess briefly if, if you'd like to. We have uh, we have some information on it, but that might not be the direction. Yeah, I, I, right I actually do. I do want to get into your relationship. I'm so into relationship. This podcast is better relationships, better life. I, yeah. know you, I know you two have been on this journey and I'm very curious because I don't think there are a lot of folks 
uh, with the dynamics that two of you that two of you have. Okay, after 23 years of marriage, you're raising your kids, and I really am so curious ab about your journey because um, okay, you met when you were like in college in grad school. Uh, where mm -hmm. were you at? And and I yeah. was 20, almost 23. Yeah, early were, early mid 20s. Yeah. Getting uh -huh. into graduate school, and I was headed up to Chicago. He just finished seminary. We met at a youth camp, so a <laughs> yeah. summer camp where we were both on staff, and we were told there was a no dating policy, which clearly we did not abide by. <laughs> we didn't keep it a very good secret either. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, that, you know, that's make, that makes it exciting, doesn't it, when you're breaking the rules? Oh, right? Yeah, I just yeah. thought he was really cute. I was like, he's interesting. I'm going to figure him out. And at the time, it's funny because as a two, a helper two, um, I, it was more early on. And I think when I was, in the, I was less conscious of these patterns for myself, I found him to be a project. <laughs> I found him to be like, yeah, I could, um... ooh, I want to like get in there and understand and like help him. <laughs> Like, you know, like dig into all the, the mental and emotional, because there was a lot as a four, there's a lot going on emotionally. There's a lot of complexity They're They're also, uh, because they're so close to that five, they're pretty, they're thinking and analytical. And I just wanted to like, understand. Yeah, but them. I could also be intense and, you know, have, a, um, uh, I don't know, express myself socially in ways that had some rough edges <laughs> and that would really bother Shelly. So, yeah. um, yeah, we've, it's been, it's been a long 25 years of working on those issues, but, uh, um, <laughs> but you know, obviously, let's see, I also do remember a couple of years or, you know, well into her program as I was thinking about my next steps, you know, we were like, well, you're going to be a counselor and, you know, and I'll be a teacher. And we could, maybe we could, you know, we were dreaming pre-marriage mm -hmm. of, hey, let's do a retreat. We could, you know, a dream would be like, we could have a retreat center and, you know, we could have some kind of program together for helping others in this missional way. And, you know, so I guess, you know, a long circle of all of this is that I did you know, get a PhD in creative writing in order to get a job as a professor. And I did do that for about a decade while Shelley was counseling. And then, you know, other, we've, we've sidetracked into other um, professions and, and experiences vocationally where you were, you know, CEO of a tech company and all <laughs> kinds of uh, interesting things. I've worked in startups as well. And almost like full circle, the past couple of years, we've been able to realize this dream of founding Big Self School together. Uh, I think a big inspiration we could talk about is the School of Life. And yeah, so ever since the pandemic started, we've been working together. I don't know. Do you want to add to it? Like the experience? That's been a huge shift. I, I do have some other question marks in my head there uh, and, and feel free to fill in. So you took, uh, yes, we all go through these different roles in life, don't we? Like uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, fiance, newly married, and then kids, right? And now, but, but it sounds to me like even in your mid-20s, if that's when you had met, that there's this, uh, that both of you seem to be grounded or at least curious or at least ready to grow. 
<laughs> even not not the psychological path right uh but grow on your own but that's that's to me i really want to hold that i think that's pretty profound uh for some folks it may not i mean maybe well duh for you two but there's so many folks that don't know who they are um or what they want even and and who does really know that even before the age of 25 like could we even possibly Shelly uh, this might be a question for you even appreciate or be drawn to something like the Enneagram in our mid-20s because mm. the brain's not even totally online until then so um, anyway that was kind of a, a, a an insight that I wanted to bring out yeah um <clears throat> and I think so a couple of things that that makes me think of <clears throat> um I've always been naturally kind of a questioner mm -hmm. and I think that's the that's one thing even as a kid um I remember you know sometimes it got me in trouble too like asking kind of not they weren't theological questions but they were like real genuine questions I had at seven eight years old about some of the things I was being taught at church and I didn't understand and I would like push back a little bit um and out of curiosity so I think that some of us have this um, intrinsic quest or seeking, like you're saying, a seeker quality in us, mm -hmm. um, that at any point, I think the Enneagram can, can aid in that. Mm -hmm. So what I see happening though, with the Enneagram and specifically is people, um, we love talking about ourselves. We love looking at ourselves, learning about ourselves, even in this kind of shallow, more shallow and kind of narcissistic way. Mm -hmm. And I think, um, I, in my opinion, I think that's where a lot of people use the Enneagram is to, to know like at this kind of top level about who I am and my personality. I think if we leave it there, um, in my opinion, I think that can be a little dangerous and mm. no matter what age you are, because the whole point of the Enneagram is to identify is the very first step. Mm. And you can't leave it there because if you identify and you say, well, I'm a two and my work ends there, then I'm still in my box. I'm still mm -hmm. in my limiting beliefs. I'm yeah. still in my fixations. I'm still in my unconscious emotional patterns. Now I have it. Not only am I still in it, I have this almost this justification. Well, well it's just me being a two. I'm a two. Yeah, yeah. yeah deal yeah. with it. I'm uh -huh. who I am. And yeah. so, um, and I think that's where um, I was certainly in my twenties. Mm -hmm. uh, it was important for me to understand myself, but mm -hmm. it wasn't until. Uh, really, truly the last five years of, you know, what the Enneagram world calls a shock point, mm. which is um, something happens in your life to break you open. Mm. And the, the poet Mark Nepo says, um, we're either broken open or we willfully shed. Mm. And that's, you know, the ego, the fixations, these patterns. And I don't think I could have willfully shed anything. Mm. I think hook life serving me up a big kind of smack across the face um, for me to really go, okay, like it's time to grow myself up. It's time to really, really take an honest look at these patterns that uh, haven't been serving me for 25 years or really my whole life, but 
it's only now that I'm seeing kind of the repercussions of that. So I, that's a little bit of how I would talk about the, the power of the Enneagram, what it's intended to. And right. then no matter what age you are, most of us kind of stop at that. Um, I don't, I don't want to call it navel gazing, but it's a mm-hmm. little bit of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and almost like at a comfort level or a plateau. So I think what I noticed about the two of you, yes, you're two human beings. You've come together to be married, to do life together, to have babies together, to raise kids <laughs> together. And, and, uh, number one, that's remarkable, but both of you seem to have as a core, at least this, uh, it, this inevitable growth that needs to happen. And actually that's what I believe in my heart of hearts, like that you, you are doing life and your partner, um, your spouse, whatever, whatever issues they have, whatever issues you have, they are mirrors to you. In other words, there's probably some things about you, Shelly, that you could not have known about yourself if you weren't married to Chad, he's your mirror and vice versa, Chad with you. So it's kind of like you two are meant to be together. So when you are in the midst of conflict, when any, you know, you experience that conflict, of course, we know that that's more than that present moment. It's like a call to know oneself and to grow and for that space in between to, to be that, um, oh, what am I saying? That, that space to be this invitation, I call it in my book, divine invitations mm-hmm. to your authentic self, to get beyond, the, you know, beyond messy relations, divine invitations. So I think it's beautiful to have you two here because here you are studying the Enneagram at this season and uh, anyway, I, I just had to insert that. And, and, and we're supposed Thanks. to grow and grow up. So many people, t- you know, I do a lot of couples counseling. And so, you know, uh, they're not, my spouse isn't what they used to be. Well, they're not supposed to be. Right. <laughs> yeah, to like, that's the goal. You're, you're not supposed to live your former, uh, you know, life. You are supposed to grow, grow up. Every living thing grows and grows up. It's meant to, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I love uh, the reminder that you just um, pointed out, Shelley, about a, a lot of people will will, will naturally resist um, typologies before the, you know, the thing that you're going to so often hear is, I don't want to be labeled, I don't want to be put in a box. And the point of the Enneagram is, you know, it is ideally to do the opposite. It's to help you unpack who you are mm. psychologically, emotionally. And you could say spiritually. Um, and, For and, sure. Yeah. I mean, well, it depends on how people want to define it or resist, you know, spirituality as well. Uh, so, yeah, it is um, It is a system to be able to, you, you know, a lot of people naturally go, well, I want to be a three or I want to be a seven, you know, when they're taking <laughs> these uh, tests because I want to be optimistic and I want to be positive and enthusiastic and love everything or achieving and, you know, every single type equally has their issues, their fixations, uh, their passions, and their growth work. Uh, I guess, too, it is like it's fortunate to have a partner who, when we're talking about growth, who wants to grow. And you can't control that, you know. So I'm, I'm really glad, Shelly, that you have uh, pushed me to grow yeah, so and that a, you've been so dedicated to that. That's the thing, Judy, like you made me think of with your question. It really is a mirror. Hmm. Um, and I'm growing, um, because of Chad, 
because, and, and one of the things I'll mention um, with our Enneagram work as a couple, so I'm a two and he's a four and we share what they call an arrow line. Mm -hmm. And so there's inner lines of the Enneagram. And so the four and the two are intimately connected. And so learning that I'm like, well, duh, like there was this real unconscious pull to each other. Um, when we first met, we were just talking about this and I know you had Harville Hendricks on. Yes. He, we t Early yeah, on we read in about our him relationship, I made <laughs> read, <laughs> I had to read that. his book on the That's motto. how I felt about it. And, um, and like, I think there is this kind of unconscious mm -hmm. connection, literally the connecting point on the Enneagram that pulls us together. Um, it, but it also pulls us together in our shadow work. And this mm. work not completely, not even now is completely conscious to us mm -hmm. how, um, he, even this morning, I will say this, I'm, <laughs> I'm feeling super critical and judgy. I had a, um, Facebook live I did last night in a group and, um, I got off and I'm like, oh, and I was, you know, just so critical of myself, just like, could have done that. Should have, that sucked. Da, 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 da. And this morning I was just delivering it to him on a silver platter, all kinds of criticism. And just like, I was snarky and like, like, you know, and, and he took Lennon to school, took our daughter to school. And I was like, what's going on with me? Mm. And it really is my shadow stuff mm -hmm. that I didn't really want to deal with. And I went to bed as soon as last night. So it's all still there bubbling and it's coming out with him. And thank God mm -hmm. I have a partner who can say, <laughs> gonna cry well go ahead <laughs> oh, oh i want to hold this i'm not gonna rescue okay so thank god i have a partner who has grace and compassion and who has language to say you know what okay that's thank you for saying that you know he's growing too um we can have this much better, richer, more productive conversation instead of just reacting. Right. So, yeah, it does really help with uh, reactivity, as yes. we, we call it, whereas those just natural impulses to, you know, the, those the almost gut emotional in, instincts to just just react and yeah. so like when she was what i felt like she was really in her one wing i guess we could say where she was just yeah, saying all, was. naming all these pet peeves and all these little things and at first i was trying to make light of it but then you know she kind of kept going and it started to not feel very good now as a four us fours are are famous for introjecting because we're we're unconsciously these empaths that just absorb the feelings mm -hmm. of those yeah. around us whether mm -hmm. they're good or bad and so now that i'm aware that i do that you know instead of introjecting that criticism and feeling it and letting it you know, internalizing it, letting me kind of feel bad about it. I know now to be conscious of it, at least, yeah. even if it's kind of still happening. And still doesn't feel good. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, and so, yeah, that's part of the language and awareness that we're able to have around something. Yeah. Even as recent as just an hour ago. Oh, in, <laughs> let me just hold this. I really want our listeners I want you to, I want all of us to really realize what just happened here. 
this was to me a remarkable sacred moment because Shelley, for you and well both of you to share so vulnerably here on the screen on this on this interview what a gift that is and i, I wanted to slow this down a little bit because this is it's a remarkable gift i want people to know that this is possible to be vulnerable and real and and i'm going to i'm i want to go to something too in my uh i wanted to really have a heightened um awareness of the two of you and listening to some the podcast where you both were in the hot seat <laughs> Oh, yeah. You were in the hot seat together on your podcast, Big Self, uh, Big Self School, or is it Big Self is the name of the podcast. Um, mm -hmm. But anyway, I, I watched that or listened to it. I listened to it and I thought, I thought, man, like what married couple would do such a thing? <laughs> what, <laughs> what in the world? Like Shelly, you are like right there and, and you're in the hot seat and Chad, you're, and you're just, you're, you're exposing your stuff, the shadow, the, the good, bad, and ugly about yourself. And Chad, you're doing the same thing. Not only are you doing that, I mean, it's one thing to do it for a therapist. <laughs> it's one thing to do it for someone else, but you two are actually hosting that, those moments for each other. And I thought, wow, Wow, that is so remarkable. I just, I guess I just Thanks. want to just really honor that. It's huge. Yeah, and it's, um, you know, like every couple, we're busy and go through life and shuffle kids around and cooking dinner and, you know, but I think on a good day, we, we do that for each other when, without the microphones. So we, yeah, thank, obviously thank you God do. I have a partner <laughs> who's like, what's going on with you? Like, you're really in your one wing right now and I'm feeling it. And <laughs> it, like to have um, the foundation of the curiosity that I think we both have <clears throat> yeah. with the system of the Enneagram and just with like a deep love, obviously, because he's my best friend and I'm mm. his, you know, it's a lot of uh, growth even in challenges, but that's, yeah, I think that's, that's the good stuff. Um, mm. And it's not perfect. <laughs> oh, you know, and I, we haven't even talked about like the, you know, working with each other thing as well. And it does add a layer to things. I, I tell you, through the pandemic, we have really been, you know, like together, together. a lot. Mm. Looking forward to getting our own office space. Very, in a couple of weeks, we're moving into getting some offices. So that's going to feel nice after a couple of years of uh, of this. And sometimes I think the very reason, you know, unconsciously you were feeling a little ir irritable this morning was there is so much togetherness. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There is. That's, yeah. a, that's a huge, you know, I'm going to just, I'm going to have to have you two on again, because I know there's a whole lot that I do want to explore about um, your raising kids and, and all of that. Uh, there's so much that you have to offer, but, but you, um, yeah, this has been so enlightening and beautiful and encouraging to me to be, to have you, but I, I'm not going to let you, you I'm not going to let you go yet. <laughs> I have a couple of other questions. Uh, if if you could just, um, yeah, let, let me just like, what yeah. if you could give some advice to a couple 
that um, an entrepreneurial couple and they're going through their own struggles and, and maybe they're not even aware of, of the Enneagram or maybe they are. <laughs> what, uh, what piece of advice, what's one thing that you would share with a couple? Hmm, that's a good I question. think I would say learn the Enneagram. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, learn the Enneagram. Okay, that's good. So um, my lesson that I leave with people a lot, and this would be more to unpack than we have time for, but is start with self. Mm. Um, The idea that, and this is a really hard lesson for me, but when I'm feeling triggered or reactive or irritable or whatever, um, it's an invitation to slow down and check in Hmm. with myself before I then go outside of myself. And it's really, really hard to do for me if I'm not practicing um, mindfulness, if I'm not finding solitude, if I'm not, don't have margin in my day and my week. So that would be my big thing is start Mm -hmm. with self. Mm -hmm. Well, that is absolutely the thing to take away that is i can't can't do any better better than that but in terms of working together and in terms of working together i would say maybe another thing is define your roles Mm. like sometimes i think that so yes it begins with self-awareness but sometimes, you know, like, you know, one person might be carrying more than, than the other. And you got to be able to like co- communicate that and delegate mm. so that it feels like an equal distribution of effort. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. Yeah. Oh my goodness. All right. How can folks get in touch with you if they would like some coaching about the Enneagram or even coaching about writing? Uh, how would they get in touch with you too? Yeah, the best way to find us is our website, bigselfschool.com. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram, LinkedIn, all the things um, at Big Self School. So yeah, yeah, we would love to hear from people. And if we can help with Enneagram, uh, we're actually doing a couples retreat, an Enneagram couples retreat. Um, it's not until the fall. So people okay. could um, join our wait list and in our newsletter and be able to get information when, when that comes out. Awesome. That'll be the fall of 2022, right? Cause this, yes. can, That's be, right. this that can be right. listened to anytime. Yeah. What about That's you, Chad? Right. What's that? I'm is, sorry. Uh, do you have a, a, a website too for folks to get yeah. in touch with you in case? Just uh, bigselfschool.com. That's, right, where, that's great, great. where to find us. And yeah, in terms of the podcast, we're, we're talking with some leaders, just business leaders at the, at the top of our quarter. Then Shelly and I are hitting on the Enneagram in one way or another for the remainder of the, the year and all kinds of different ways to engage with it, especially for professionals, but also for couples. Awesome. Oh, I'm so glad you two are really making our tremendous impact in in our community and in the world and i just want to tell you thank you so much i really want to have you on again maybe talk about parenting and some and some other things uh but it has been yeah you yeah. y'all have been awesome guests and thank I'm you really- well, it's our honor thanks yeah. so much judy and, and i want to say likewise thank you for the movement um, that yeah. you're doing in this community with your work uh you're bringing a different dynamic conversation 
to couples and, um, thank you. Yeah. Um, thank you for your gifts that are coming out and for having us here to talk about us. Yes. Yeah, so, um, <laughs> hey, my pleasure. All right. Talk with you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Okay. Bye Judy. Bye. Wow. That was a remarkable time with doctors, Chad and Shelly Prevost. I was so touched by their journey as a married couple willing to do that deep work together. I appreciate Shelly mentioning that the Enneagram is not a place to land once you know your number. Rather, it's a growth journey. Which brings me to next week's guest, Dr. Stan Tatkin brings us two episodes worth of marital wisdom. It's not easy, but they're simple ideas. Stay tuned for our next show, part one, simple ideas that will save your marriage and your life. Don't forget to share, subscribe, rate, and comment in the streaming platform of your choice. See you next time.